There's another one you don't want to hear. Frankly, the do I. Hello and welcome to the Power Chord Hour podcast, episode seven. I am your host, Anthony Merchant, here with you, thanking you and welcoming you to the show. Very, very stoked. We have your February rundown tonight for you. Got music news, letting you know uh, music that's come out this month, playing some new releases for you, all that good, good stuff. I'm very, very happy to be here with you, whether you're listening morning, noon, night, anytime. You know, it's a cool thing with a podcast. You can listen uh, anytime you want, and uh, that's always – you kind of forget that at times, how cool that is. You know, it's a very – it's a modern convenience that you you did not have not even that long ago. You know, so it's it's pretty neat, and uh, it's crazy to think we're already doing the February rundown. That means that we're already doing our second rundown. We did one for January, and we're already two months into the Power Court Hour podcast. That is blowing my mind and I mean, on top of that, and, and probably even more than the two months, I would say, but as I'm recording this, actually, we we have our fourth anniversary of the Power Chord Hour radio show. We broadcasted back in February 19th, 2016. That was our first broadcast on 107.9 WRFA, and uh, that is insane. That was four years ago. I mean, it was almost five years ago now. It was almost half a decade, and uh, I mean, that that's just, it's it's insane to me. It's it doesn't feel. I guess it feels like it's been maybe a couple years, but not four years. It doesn't feel like it's been that long. And uh, I'm I'm very stoked and very uh, happy that we've still been doing it. And I feel I, I I don't know. There there is a threshold somewhere where I feel like I can listen back. Like like you know, everyone has to kind of find their voice on things like this. And uh, you know, the radio show. You know, I, I feel like a lot of people are their own worst critic, and I definitely am because, you know, if I go too far back in the radio show catalog, I can't listen to myself. You know, I, it, it is too hard to do. I go like, oh, that doesn't sound like me. And, yes, it obviously does. But, uh, you know, you don't, you don't want to admit to it because, you know, you, you get better with time. And uh, sometimes you look back at your old stuff, you know, as, as bands do with their music, as uh, I'm sure authors do with their books or, you know painters do with their paintings, any of that stuff, whatever whatever analogy you would like me to use here, you know, I feel like a lot of people are that way. But uh, I, I am very happy at where the radio shows went. I'm very proud of it and uh, really, really stoked at a lot of the guests that I've had on over the years. It's insane to me. Uh, you know, I, I never really, I guess starting out, I was never uh, thinking I was going to have guests on. And then I did like one or two interviews. Our very first was actually with Steve Neurotic back in November of 2016 from a great New Jersey pop punk band, Shower with Goats. And he does his own stuff with Steve and the Neurotics. Uh, Got to have him on again sometime. Next time he has something uh, new coming out, we'll uh, have him on. He's a really good dude, really interesting dude. I mean, he's ran labels over the years. I mean, he's toured with a bunch of crazy great bands. And, uh, I mean, part of that New Jersey pop punk scene of the late nineties, early two thousands that I absolutely love. And, uh, you know, I, I probably will get into someday on here. I've, I've done it on the radio show and, uh, played big blocks of music from that era, you know, and really tried to shed some light on it, but I'm sure I'll do that on here at some point. But yeah, he was our very first guest. I mean, he was an awesome one to have. I really loved talking to him, but I mean, even since then, I mean, I've, I've talked to, I thought about it today and it's like, 
I mean, I've, I've talked to people in the Sex Pistols and then the Ramones. And, uh, you know, I mean, people who have been in, like, Big Star, like, things like that where I go, like, oh, wow, you know, just for, for something I really just started to do for fun. So uh, really, really stoked, you know, where it's went. And I, I got to thank anyone who, I mean, if you're listening right now, obviously a huge thank you to you and uh, anyone who's ever listened to the radio show, listened to an episode of the podcast, listened to any of, like, our Spotify playlists, follow us on uh, any of our social media, just any any sliver of support for the show uh, I thank you all very, very much because uh, if no one's listening, it's just me in a room by myself talking into a mic. And, uh, you know, I mean, it's fun. I don't know that I'd stop doing it. I would probably still do it because it's still pretty fun, I got to say. Because you do have this, like, self-realization. Like, as I'm talking right in this moment, um, you know, no one else can hear this. You know, obviously you're hearing it now, but as I'm saying this, maybe that's too spacey. Of, a, of an idea, but, you know, it, it, it's just weird because it's not lost on me that no one's listening as I'm recording this is what I'm saying, but it's still really fun. So uh, I don't know. I, I guess I would probably still do this if no one was was listening at all, but uh, I really like to know that people are listening. I've gotten emails from uh, a few people about the episodes, and uh, we get song requests and stuff on the radio show, which is really cool. You know, if you uh, ever listen to the radio show, you can send in song requests. You know, hit me up at that uh, powercordhour at gmail dot com, and uh, I'd love to know what you'd like to hear on the show. But uh, it's cool because I mean, I always love talking music, and I've had some people hit me up uh, and email me about you know just basically talking music. You should check out this band. You should check out this band. You know, this band was really underrated, and I mean, I love that stuff because I like to shed light on that. Like as much as I like to uh, you know expose people to new music, I mean. Like I said, I'm going to be talking about uh, all the great stuff that's come out in February, and we've had some pretty cool stuff come out. But uh, I think it's also important to go back and hear stuff that you've never checked out. You know, like last week's episode talking about uh, 24-hour revenge therapy and uh, clarity. You know, I mean, those those are by far not obscure records, at, I mean, at all. But it's like if you have never heard those, you know, I, I my my thing is like, you know, the goal, the goal there is basically if you've never heard them, I, I hope you heard them, you know, a- after that. You went out and checked them out and uh, hopefully liked what you heard. But, you know, I think it's just important to go and, you know, discover an album that maybe you'd never heard that came out 26 years ago. That's just as important as hearing an album that comes out, you know, today. Because it doesn't matter what time something comes out, you know, I mean... I, I don't I don't think that's uh, that's so fair you know I mean obviously a lot of great new music out and you want to you know expose people to uh, great new music and great new artists and support new artists and uh, new music coming out but uh, I think there's also stuff where it's like you know I what's to say that someone's favorite band isn't going to be big star you know what I mean like it's it's music that was maybe released back in you know the 70s I mean there's songs that are 40 something years old now. But it's like you could hear those in 2020, you could hear them in 2030, and, uh, you know, it it still, I think, rings just as true as it did when they came out. You know, I mean, a song off number one record deserves just as much recognition as whatever, you know, really, really big rock band is out right now. So, uh, you know, I like to shed light on that stuff, so it's really always cool to talk to like-minded people. So, you know, I mean, if you ever want to talk music, yeah, hit me up, powercordhour at gmail.com. And uh, we will we'll talk some music. I'm always glad to talk about that. And uh, speaking of which, we're going to do that right now because, uh, you know, it's at the beginning of the year. So we are getting some new releases, but they're not coming out as fast as they probably will like next month in April. Like I feel like March and April are kind of where things really start 
setting into motion. But I mean, same with shows because it's funny before uh, recording this, I was thinking about if there are any shows I'd been to lately, you know, to talk about on here. And I've not seen one show yet. I mean, we're, we're, uh, you know, two months in almost three months into the new year and I have not seen a show and that is not like me, but, uh, it, it's just the truth. There's really, I don't feel like bands tour as much, you know, even, even that you don't really see the winter tours. You see more of like spring and summer tours, but I don't feel like a lot of bands torn like January and February, which is probably just because of the weather. You know, I would assume it's the uh, weather and all that. And I guess also, I mean, after the holidays and stuff, people aren't spending as much money. But, uh, you know, I'm I'm just surprised. I'm surprising myself that uh, I have not seen any shows this year. But uh, I'm sure you will hear about it when I do. And uh, I don't even know my next show, actually. There's not even one, like, coming up. I mean, there's tours this year I want to go see. I mean, obviously, I'm going to go see, like, Bad Religion and Alkaline Trio. Um, I just saw Less Than Jake and Legwagon announced a tour. I will definitely be going to that. You know, there, there's a few things like that that uh, I'm really excited for, but I don't know, like, my next show. So uh, I don't know. I have to find something soon. But as far as new music goes, what is out, you definitely got to go check this out. The very first one, and this is my favorite thing that's been released this year so far. So, I mean, you know, early on in the year, but my favorite album so far, it is Church Girls with the Haunt. This is their second album and uh, the first one that I've heard. And I absolutely love this from the first the song that I heard. I mean, I was absolutely hooked. They sound so good. I mean, there's a 90s throwback to them but without being a band that just sounds like, oh, you know, like just a straight up 90s ripoff, you know, because some bands, I think, have that 90s throwback sound and they just it's it's just like, you know, a gimmick almost. You know, there's definitely some bands out there where it's where it's a their gimmick and the songs are basically just, you know, copy and paste of like old 90s songs. But, uh, you know, with them, it's really not like that. With Church Girls, you can hear the influences. I think they wear them on their sleeve. But, I mean, it's, it's like fresh and original, you know. So it doesn't sound stale but still has that great 90s throwback. And uh, another band, you know, that they remind me of, I would say, is Title Fight. I get some, some heavy Title Fight vibes from them, which I love because, I mean, that's a band I wish was still around putting out new music. You know, I, I've always loved Title Fight, but I guess I didn't realize how much I loved them until uh, recently, I was putting together the Spotify playlist that uh, I've been doing for the show, kind of going through my favorite songs of the last decade and uh, doing a playlist for each year. And, you know, I started looking at it, I'm like, you know, Shed, uh, Floral Green, and Hyperview, like, I mean, that is just that is just such a great, like, three, you know what I mean? Like, just three back-to-back records, like, they're just perfect. Like, those are perfect records. Like, those are so good. Like, it didn't even hit me until recently that uh, Title Fight's probably one of my favorite bands of the uh, last decade. And, uh, I mean, I was even thinking of that. Like, some of my favorite bands, I would say, of the last decade, Title Fight, Menzingers, uh, Mixtapes, Beach Slang, and probably Joyce Manor. And, I mean, I know a couple of them started in, like, you know, like, 08, 09, but uh, they, they're definitely, all those bands, like, as far as what they released in the last decade, those are probably, like, my five favorite artists who, like, just everything they put out was always good, you know. And speaking of which, with those, you should go check those out on the Power Chord Hour Spotify uh, account. We are uh, on there, and I put up playlists all the time. And I've been, like I said, I've been going through. And uh, go check those out, you know, kind of see the, uh, some of my favorite songs the last decade. Maybe you've missed something and uh, also see, you know, maybe if we got the same thing, go, oh, hey, like that is a good, you know, like, oh, yeah, like I forgot about that Menzinger song. Or I forgot about this because, 
you know, I mean, 2010 was a decade ago. So like on that playlist, I'm sure, I'm sure there's things on there that you might go, oh my God, I forgot about that song. So go check that out. But first go check out Church Girls, The Haunt. I mean, that is seriously, it's my favorite album released so far this year. Another good one, go check out Green Day with Father of All Motherfuckers. I mean, you know, it goes without saying, I mean, Green Day are a great band. I mean, they're, they're, there's nothing I can say here that hasn't been said. You know who they are. You know, they're they're uh, great. And, I mean, still one of the best live bands out there. I haven't seen them since 2013. I need to see them again soon. Um, I mi- I don't know. I might go see them with Weezer and Fall Out Boy at some point, but uh, I don't know. It also depends on tickets. Like, it's that's a tour that would have interested me more maybe, like, I mean, including like a decade ago, I would have been all over it. And maybe even like five years ago, I would have been more into it. But uh, it, it kind of at this point, it's about ticket price, you know, because I'm just not probably going to spend what those tickets are going for. And it's, and it's not to say they're not worth that. I mean, I'm sure they're worth that to a lot of people. But uh, to me, it's like, yeah, I, I have a threshold there where I'm only going to pay so much for that. But uh, I definitely got to see Green Day live again sometime. They were great last time I saw them. You know, I mean, that's so long ago. I can't believe it was seven years ago I saw them. But uh, saw him in Rochester. Can't remember where. I think Blue Shield Arena. And uh, I, I remember. Oh, who opened? I said I remember, and then I couldn't. And then all of a sudden, I drew a blank. Oh man. Oh, Best Coast. Best Coast opened, and uh, I, I, I don't know. I'm not the world's biggest Best Coast fan, and uh, it did not work in that arena. That very like the kind of like reverby kind of sound that they have on all their stuff. Like it, it did not. It did not work in there like the arena was too big for it and it just kind of became muddy it, it did not work well um it, at, at all uh still one of my biggest regrets another time i saw green day back in like 2005 i think it was jimmy eat world opened the show and i missed it my ass missed jimmy eat world because i was buying a goddamn t-shirt and uh i had not see now i regret it back then i don't know i was probably like 12 or so and uh i mean like i knew the middle and that was about it. I may have known, like, I think Pain was out because I think Futures just came out. So, I probably, I, like, I knew, like, Pain because I watch Fuse a lot. So, probably, like, Pain, maybe Sweetness. So, maybe three Jimmy Eat World songs. I probably knew Pain, Sweetness, in the middle. And, uh, you know, I liked them enough, but, it, like, I was just kind of like, oh, whatever. I'll catch, like, a few of their songs. Like, I was going to grab a T-shirt first. And apparently they played, like, five or six songs. It could not have been a long set. But by the time I got in there... Um, they were they were already done, and it still kills me for one because I've still never seen Jimmy Eat World live. To this day, I've not seen them live, and I mean that was that was about 15 years ago. I missed my first opportunity, and uh, I've missed them a few times. I could actually probably do a podcast of uh, times I was gonna go see Jimmy Eat World, and then something got screwed up. Um, I probably really could do an entire podcast on that. I won't. That would be boring as hell. But uh, you know, just letting you all know that I could do that podcast if I would like to. And uh, for some reason, it just never works out. Like, more than any other band, like, I really can't think of another band where I've had that bad luck where I go, like, yeah, every time I go try to see them, something happens. But uh, it is it has always happened. Thankfully, I've never, like, had a ticket, so I've never, like, you know, been out money. But it's always, like, I'm on the way. I've hit snowstorms. You know, I've just ran out of time. Like, just, just everything, everything has happened. Car problems, like... Just any time I went to see them, like, I, I'm, I'm not kidding you. It's funny. And I didn't even bring it up on last week's episode. You know, I was talking about clarity so much that I guess I just never mentioned that. Like, you know, I, I blew my, my, only, my only opportunity in 15 years to see them, like, in the same, you know what I mean? Like, I'm in the arena, 
they were there, and I just, you know, which really I don't even remember hearing them from, uh, from like, outside, you know, like buying merch, like still in the arena but outside the actual arena where they're playing. Um, you know, I don't even remember hearing them play, which, uh, you know, I don't know, something about that surprising. But, yeah, that, that still bums me out all these years later. But uh, I'm sure they're a great live band, and Green Day are definitely great. So go check out their new record. The Strokes do not have a new record out yet. That is coming out in, uh, I believe, April. But they have released two singles, At the Door and Bad Decisions. And, uh, you know, At the Door, I did not like the first time I heard it. I will be honest. I was not a fan of it, and uh, I just didn't think it worked for them. It's like I want a Strokes song. I mean, I want to hear a band play the song. You know, I don't want a bunch of synths and uh, all that and you know i mean it's very kind of a minimalist song now uh after that i mean really i'd say like just second listen even i was into it so like now now i like it but i would say bad decisions i like more i'm more into that it's kind of more of that rocker and uh, kind of more upbeat up tempo and it sounds like a classic stroke song too i mean also <laughs> it's funny to say that because it also obviously sounds like uh, if you if you've heard it if you've not heard it maybe it's not so so you know, it may come to more of a surprise, but if you've heard it, it's not surprising to say it sounds exactly like uh, I'll Melt With You and Dancing With Myself, which I believe I saw both got writing credits. Billy Idol, and I don't remember the name of uh, Modern English's frontman, but uh, I believe both of them got writing credits for the song. And I don't know if it was a thing of they went in and purposely, you know, I don't know if sample is a good word, but, you know, kind of used those those melodies, those vocal melodies and stuff, like like purposely, you know, going like, all right, this is supposed to sound like dancing myself. Or it was a thing of, hey, this song's released and we're now realizing that, you know, they sound similar to these, so we better give those guys writing credits, you know, before a lawsuit happens. I don't know which one of those it was, but uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure I saw that uh, they both got writing credits, which they probably deserve because it definitely sounds like that. But it is a really good song. I, uh, I like that one from the first listen. And uh, I would still like that. I would still say I like that more than At The Door. But uh, At The Door is actually not a bad song. I, I think my thing about it was more, too, that it sounded more like it would have been more well-fitted for, like, a Julian, like, solo song. Just because, I mean, it is very synth-heavy. You know, there's not really a lot going on on any of the other instruments, like, you know, at all. I mean, I guess there's... I think there's a little guitar here and there, but, you know, it's just it is not a full band song. And, you know, it's just not a not a like strokesy song at times. But uh, it, it grew on me I mean, after like really after like second or third listen. I mean, I was I was like, oh, OK, no, I actually really like this. But uh, those are both. You should definitely go check those out. Another really good one uh, from Stress Dolls, who uh, we've played on the radio show quite a bit. They're uh, Single Pills. They have a new one, and I've been playing this on the radio show as well, and I'm going to play it on the podcast for you tonight. But uh, Nashville, their brand-new single, go check that out on uh, Stress Dolls' Bandcamp page. Go give them a follow. They're on uh, Facebook, Twitter. Don't believe they're on Instagram, but uh, Facebook and Twitter, you go check them out. Another good one, a Syracuse band, Epic Tantrum. They just put out their new album, Abandoned. And uh, they, they're a few albums in now, I know, but uh, this is a pretty good band. They're on the heavier side, a little more hard rock, but uh, definitely good, definitely uh, well worth checking out if you like some heavier stuff. And uh, Baby Screams has out a new one called Just Covers. It is a covers album, and uh, what I really like about this is that they went they went and, uh, well, I should say not they, uh, 
he did uh, Baby Screams as a uh, solo project, so uh, just one guy, but uh, he he really covered some bands who don't get covered a lot and don't really get the uh, credit they deserve. And uh, he's another one. I'll play you something off that tonight. And uh, I liked I liked his song selection on this one. He picked some really good covers of uh, bands that you just don't see get covered a lot and really don't get their uh, due. You know, he picked a lot of bands who are really really good and people just don't talk about enough. You know, so Baby Screams just covers. Go check that out on uh, his band kit on his Bandcamp page. And uh, this one's been out for a few months. But I did want to talk about it again. And I, I, if you've been listening to the podcast, you've probably heard our interview with him. But uh, Stephen Bradley's Summer Bliss and Autumn Tears, my 10th favorite record of 2020. And uh, our first guest of 2000, and actually, sorry, of 2019. It uh, came out at the end of 2019. Favorite album, my 10th favorite album of 2019. But uh, also our first guest of 2020. And uh, that's a few podcasts back, episode four. If you've not checked that out, go check it out. Really, really fun interview that I did with him. But, I mean, if you like Power Pop, you cannot go wrong. Really, like, honestly, the best Power Pop record I've heard in years. So, uh, you know, kind of kind of as the year is starting and new music is kind of slowly coming out, you know, still worth going out and checking out a few things maybe you missed last year. So uh, go check out Summer Bliss and Autumn Tears if you have not yet. But I got some music for you right now. I'm going to play you a whole block of uh, new music, of stuff that I just mentioned to you. So uh, we're going to start it off right now with Baby Scream. And uh, this is probably my favorite cover on it from uh, my, probably my favorite band on the uh, list of bands that he covers. But is a fastball cover, a band who does not get enough credit. I mean, I know people know The Way and uh, Out of My Head. I mean, those are obviously two pretty big songs. Even to this day get played um, on the radio quite a bit. I know when I was working at a, uh, at a like, Hot 40 uh, station a few years ago. I mean, we still played, we played them constantly. I mean, you know, even then a few years ago, it was like a 20, you know, 20 year old songs and we're still playing them like all the time. Like every week you'd hear them a few times on the station, but, uh, you know, outside those two songs, I don't feel like fastball really gets much credit or people know much about them. They're such a solid power pop and like garage band. Like they're a great trio you know, I mean, they're, they, they've they covered, like, the replacements. They're influenced by, like, Big Star and stuff. Like, there's kind of that college rock side of them. Like, you don't really realize it. But, I mean, really, really solid band. So I was stoked to see the Baby Scream covered them. And uh, he did it justice. So right now on the Power Court Hour podcast, check out Baby Scream with a warm, fuzzy feeling. Oh 
What's up? This is Jeff Caudill from Game Face. You're listening to the Power Chord Hour.
Got some new music for you on the February rundown of the Power Chord Hour podcast. And that was Jeff Cadill with uh, Aiken to Be, a great, great replacements cover that got recently released, even though he did record that way back in 2006 for an unreleased replacements tribute album, which uh, is too bad. I would have loved to hear that. There's another really good one out there if you've never heard it called Will Inherit the Earth that uh, I believe no idea. It was either No Idea Records or Go Kart Records. One of them put it out. Uh, it's it's fairly old now i mean like at least 15 years old but uh some really good bands on there doing some really good replacements covers i mean like against me off with their heads uh i'm trying to think of some other ones the tim version is on there uh i'm i'm blanking on the rest i mean there's tons there's tons and tons of bands on it probably like at least 15 or 16 but if you've never heard that will inherit the earth great tribute album and go check out that cover of aching to be on a jeff's uh a band camp Bandcamp page, uh, jeffcadill.bandcamp.com. And uh, you should also go check out on our YouTube page if you've never heard it. We interviewed him a few years ago. He put out another good uh, cover with a, uh, a side project of his called Broken Trophy, and they did a cover of Jawbreakers Want. So 
just a, a nice little interview about the cover and the first time you're Jawbreaker and uh, Game Face playing some shows with Jawbreaker. We talk all about Jawbreaker on that one. So uh, go check that out. Jeff Cadill and uh, me talking all about it. And that one's up on our YouTube page at Power Chord Radio on uh, YouTube. So go check that one out if you've never checked it out. And uh, before that was Stress Dolls with Nashville. Great, great uh, single you can go check out on Stress Dolls Bandcamp page. Before that was Church Girls with Florida Off the Haunt, my favorite album of the year so far. And opening up that block of music was Baby Scream with Warm Fuzzy Feeling, a great cover from the band Fastball. And uh, that is off their album, Just Covers. Some new music for you that you should go check out, so go do it. You know, you always want new music in your life, including when it's good and all of that stuff that I just played you with some good stuff. And the bands that I mentioned were uh, all really solid stuff this month. So uh, go do it. Go check them out after this. And right now, I have your music news for the month. We got a few stories here that I think might interest you. This one definitely interests me, and I'm very excited about it. Archers of Loaf have announced more summer tour dates in June and July, and uh, the band's going to be hitting Brooklyn, Washington, D.C., Portland, Seattle, Minneapolis, Chicago, and uh, a whole lot more. And the band has been working on a new record and they even recently released their first new single and uh, or first new song, not even single, their first new song in 20 years. That just makes me so excited. They're one of those bands, you know, there's so many bands that I've gotten into over the years that were long broken up by the time I heard them. And uh, I, I heard Archers of the Low for the first time in 2014 after Andy Jackson of Hot Rod Circuit talked about them in a few different interviews. Like after I after I read like the third or fourth one where he was mentioning uh, Archers of the Low, I'm like, okay, I should probably go check out that band. And I heard Web in front. And I mean, talk about a band who the first time you hear them, there's some bands that I'm not a fan of the first time. Like The Strokes, when I was talking about them earlier, like I'm into the new songs. But I really only started liking them the last few years. Like, I, I don't know why I uh, was never really into them before, but it was just never a band that I liked. And uh, probably around, like, I don't know, I was like 24, 25. So, I'm tw- I mean, I'm 27 now. It's a few years ago. Uh, I just started, li- I heard, is this it? I started listening to that. And I'm like, oh, okay, I, I really like this. And uh, really started liking their first two, for a while, I only liked their first two records. And now I'm kind of into just about everything they've put out. A few of those, uh, like the last EP they put out in like 2016, not too crazy on that, or a Come Down Machine. A few good songs, but I don't like it as much. But like the first three records I really like. And then uh, after that, there's a few good songs on on basically everything they've put out after that. But uh, as far as Archers of the Loaf go, they were not like that. Like the second I heard them, I loved them. I mean, Web in Front, you can't go wrong. I mean, I mean probably their best song. And, uh, you know, to start off with that one, there is no better but, uh, you know, at that time, I mean, they, they, they have played some reunion shows throughout the years. Like, they haven't been totally inactive for the last 20 years. But they haven't put out new music. They just sporadically play. So, I mean, I'm really excited to see them this year putting out new music and being very active. I mean, they have lots and lots of shows coming up. Looks like they're going to be promoting the record. You know, they've been putting a lot of stuff on social media, being more active on there. And uh, I'm just so excited for that. I mean, talk about... If you want to talk about bands reuniting this year, that one is definitely like my most anticipated. I love Archers of Loaf so much. I mean, one of the greatest and most underrated like indie rock bands of the 90s, you know. I mean, I kind of, obviously both are on Merge. They weren't on Merge in the 90s, but they uh, are now. And they've been, I'm sure whatever new album they put out will be on Merge Records. And uh, they've done all like the reissues on Merge and stuff. I forget who they were with in the uh, 90s. But I always think of them and Super Chunk as like just two bands 
of that era that just never got the like put out some of the greatest music and easily the greatest music of that era and of that genre, you know, of their genres and, you know, just don't get the credit they deserve. It's like, it's insane that those bands aren't bigger. Like everyone who likes indie rock or alternative, like should know who Arches of Loaf and Super Chunk are like, you know, like icky metal should have sold millions of copies. Uh, here's where the strings come in should have sold millions of copies. You know, it, it is sad that that has not happened, but who knows? Maybe we'll change that. Maybe, maybe everyone will kind of come to their senses in this next uh, Arches of Loaf record will go like diamond. It'll sell like 10 million copies. You know, I'm, I'm hopeful of it. I mean, they, they know how to write a song and uh, I'm really excited to hear with whatever they come up with now. I'm really stoked. And Violent Soho is putting out, talk about some really good new music coming out this year and uh, some good stuff to look forward to. But Violent Soho have signed to California label Pure Noise Records for their fourth album. It is titled Everything is A-OK and uh, is going to be released on the label on April 3rd. And you can check out the uh, single and music video on the band's YouTube page for their new song, Lying on the Floor. I really like this. I've, I've liked songs over the years from them and never really checked them out until maybe like a year or so ago and got into them more. Like I always liked a song or two, like anything I heard from them, but I never really like, like went any further. Like, like if I heard a song, like Jesus stole my girlfriend, that got played on the radio, you know, that got like some minor uh, airplay and stuff. And like, I always liked that. I liked anything else I heard from, but just for whatever reason, never really checked anything else out. And and now I've kind of went back and listened to a lot of the stuff that I missed the first time. And I'm like, they're really, really good. So violent Soho, if you've if you've slept on them like me, they've been a band for a little while now. I mean, Jesus stole my girlfriend. Um, I remember hearing that in like 2010. So I mean, they, you know, they've definitely been a band for a little while now. But uh, yeah, if you've not checked them out, if you've been sleeping on them, this is a great time to go check them out. And that's cool. They're on Pure Noise. I mean, Pure Noise is a great label. Who uh, I mean, some of the best pop punk bands of the 2010s. I mean, they put out some of the best releases. Uh, I absolutely love it. Pure Noise. Pure Noise is kind of, I think they've branched out more now and in a good way, but I think they've kind of branched out and I mean, they still do predominantly like pop punk, but you know, they kind of, they kind of do stuff in that realm as well. That's not just straight up pop punk bands, but they've always kind of been one where you talk about labels who have like kind of that seal of quality, like I, including in like 2012, like, you know, around like that era, it's like, if it came out on Pure Noise, I knew it was going to be good. You know, like whatever they put out you knew it was going to be good, like drive through records or fat records. You know, I feel like Pure Noise has kind of done that to a, a certain extent. You know, I, mean, I don't think anyone's really touched what like drive through did, but uh, if any if any label has or they've at least emulated it, I would definitely say Pure Noise Records. So uh, a very good fit for Violent Soho. This is going to be a really good record. That lying on the floor is an awesome song. Go check that uh, video out on YouTube. And MXPX have released a cover of the Dwarves song Salt Lake City. That one comes off the Dwarves' 2004 album, The Dwarves Must Die. And the cover also features Jenny and Stacy D of the band Bad Cop, Bad Cop, Great Fat Records Band. And uh, the song was released as a digital single, so that is available now everywhere. And it, it is a really good single. You know, they've they've been, MXPX has done a few uh, uh, covers now. They've uh, been doing that a little more. And I like it, actually. You know, they've they uh, probably one of the best ones sometime last year, a few months ago, uh, so like late last year, they did a cover of the Atari San Dimas High School Football Rules and just did a really awesome cover. 
And uh, it was just really cool to hear that. And this Dwarves cover is really neat. They've been doing, I think, I, I almost want to say they're kind of going more the singles route. I mean, they did put out their uh, self-titled record back in 2018. But the last few years, I feel like they just put out random songs here and there, which, uh, you know, I gladly welcome. They're always good. And uh, the covers are definitely solid. So that's a little music news for you for your February. I mean, I can't believe we're already going into March here. You know, the year is really uh, moving along real fast. But I uh, want to thank you for checking out tonight's episode of The Power Court. It's weird saying, I, I get so used to saying night because uh, doing the radio show. But you may be listening to this at like, you know, 9 o'clock in the morning. So so I don't know. Maybe it's not night. But whenever you are listening to this, thank you so much for checking out The Power Court, our podcast, our February rundown episode. Talk a little bit about, you know, the music coming out and uh, some of the music that has come out. Played just some solid music tonight. Hopefully you go check out and support all of those bands. And uh, if you want to stay connected with the show, we're all over social media. We're at Power Chord Radio on YouTube and Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on Spotify. Like I said, I've been putting up those uh, playlists all the time. We put episode playlists up from the radio show, and I've been putting up a special playlist of my favorite songs the last decade so go check out a decade of uh, great great songs over on our spotify playlist and uh, hit me up powercordhour at gmail.com got some really cool powercord hour pins made and i would love to send you some so hit me up send me your address and i'll send you some free uh, swag some free podcast swag and uh, and just let me know you know i mean hit me up there and let me know who i should interview who you'd like to have me uh try to reach out to and have as have it has as a, <laughs> getting tongue-tied here Getting uh, on here as a guest on the show would love to have uh, anyone on who you think we should have on. You know, I like to I like to interact with uh, anyone listening, so I like to know that. You know, what would you like to hear on the show? Who would you like to hear on the show? Even more importantly, all of that. So uh, let me know, powercordhour@gmail.com, or you just want to drop a line and talk music, recommend some bands, any of that. Hit me up there. That is uh, where you can always find me. But that is going to be the podcast, kind of keeping it short and sweet this week. But uh, we'll be back with another one for you next week. Really have been loving doing this. Like I said, it's insane to think we're seven episodes in. And, uh, I mean, even crazier, we've been doing the radio show now for four years. I mean, just sincerely, too. I mean, thank you to anyone who's ever listened to that. And uh, you can listen no matter where you're listening to this now. Um, it doesn't matter. You could be in another country. If you're listening to this in in Belgium, um, I guess. I, I don't know why I picked that anywhere, but Belgium, if you if you live there, you too can listen to the uh, Power Chord Hour radio show because we're on 107.9 WRFA in Jamestown, New York, but you can stream the station on our website, WRFALP.com. So go check us out on there. You go on there, you can stream the station so you can hear uh, our radio show and uh, all the other great radio shows on WRFA. And WRFA also has a mobile app uh, not for Android, but for uh, for uh, iPhone. So if you got an iPhone, go check out in the App Store. Just put in WRFA. You will find us, and uh, that allows you to also stream the station. So Friday nights at 10 Eastern, every week we do new episodes of the Power Chord Hour on there. I spin you a bunch of punk and alternative. I talk to you about it. I You know, I'm, I'm there with you on your Friday night, so uh, join me. Uh, every week for that. Go check that out. And uh, just thank you very much for checking out the podcast and everything that we do on here. So until next week's episode for the Power Court Hour podcast, I'm Anthony Merchant, and thank you for listening.